good, it's overwhelming. Amen. Um, I appreciate our church. I appreciate your faithfulness. And um, this morning, uh, I'm not going to ask you to turn to the Scripture yet, but I'm going to begin with this question. It's a serious question, okay? Uh, How many of you have had the privilege, how many of you have been to all 50 states of our great country? Uh, Raise your hand, raise your hand. Great, God bless you. Uh, Anybody else? Anybody? God bless you, Joanne. A few have been there recently, uh, and and she's here today. She uh, celebrated the great accomplishment of uh, going to all 50 states, and that's Jody Burke. Uh, the only thing that I hate to disappoint her, she thought Mary Mack and McCoy were two of those states. So, Jody, I hate to disappoint you, but no, that's a, it is a great accomplishment. Um, and, and I'm going to say this, if, if each of us in, in our lifetime visited all 50 states, I guarantee those that raised their hand, we would see many beautiful sights. We would eat some delicious food, and we would meet many wonderful people. Is, is that uh, you that raise your hand? Is that true? At the same time, we'd probably meet some strange people. Uh, is that not true? Uh, and, and, and so, um, and I'm not saying, if, if you're from up north, I'm not, not making fun of you or anything, but um, we would, uh, if you travel up north, the reason I know we have, we have gone, we, we have gone toward uh, uh, Niagara Falls in that area, you don't dare ask for sweet tea. Those people just don't get it. They're, they're, I don't know about their salvation, but uh, I know they're not sanctified, but uh, you, you don't ask for sweet tea, you don't ask for slaw on your hot dogs. Weird people up there, you don't, what? Slaw on a hot dog? And... Uh, and, and then they don't, they don't, <laughs> they've never lived. <laughs> Brother Mike, I hope you're not like this. Uh, you say, I want like an order of biscuits and gravy. Biscuits and gravy, what are you talking about? We, we had a basketball player from uh, up north, uh, came and played, he, he, he moved in with some of the family and played for Gateway, and we, we all went to the Cracker Barrel uh, one day after a ball game, and we all were ordering biscuits and gravy, and the, the, they came, and, and um, I'll never, John Eric, I, I love this boy, but he took that biscuit, and he sliced it, and dumped gravy like you would a, a slab of country ham and start eating it like that, and those boys said, what? What are you doing? He said, well, I've never had biscuits and gravy. I don't know how to eat them, and um, but... To be sure, and by the way, I sent Brother Bruce Fry a text this morning saying, I'm praying for you, brother. I hope you have a good day. He said, uh, Brother Shake, I'm in Canada. And I said, well, don't dare ask for sweet tea then. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, we have beautiful, this, the state of Virginia is a beautiful state. I, I, I think it's beautiful. And, and so, you know, all of our 50 states, each one beautiful, and, uh, and, and each one's to be enjoyed. Um, there, there's one state, there's one state the Bible speaks of, I'm afraid most people will never go to this state, experience this state, and enjoy this state. And you can find it in the book of Philippians. 
chapter 4, verse 11. And I want you uh, to memorize this verse. I want you to let God speak to your heart with this verse. Philippians 4, verse number 11. Paul, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, said these words, Not that I speak in respect of want. He says, For I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. Now, if you'll give me about 12 to 15 minutes, and you'll be content with that, that amount of time, I'm going to preach a message on the state of contentment. Paul said, not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned whatsoever state I am to be content. Now, I study people. Matter of fact, Brother Mike, from the platform, you can study people each Sunday morning. One of the great privileges of being a pastor, on Sunday morning, you can tell which husband and wife couple have had a fight before before church. Sometimes they're all cuddled up together, arm around her, and just, you know, you couldn't get a, a paper towel between them. But then you notice sometimes when they're three feet apart, oh, fight before they can. No, I'm kidding. But uh, I, I do. I study because I, I want to know what, what makes people happy. Now, I study people. My father-in-law makes fun of people. He can, you can take him to anywhere. You can take him to a mall. He can sit there. He can sit there for three hours. He makes fun of people. He just, he, he pokes Bonnie. Bonnie makes fun of people. That's what they, I guess that's what you do in your older years of life. But uh, is that not right, Jimmy? You make fun. No, I'm kidding. But, but I do. I want to know what makes people happy. What, what, what has uh, brought joy and, and happiness and, and enjoyment? What causes them to enjoy their life every day? And, and I've narrowed it down. Rachel, your dad has helped me, by the way. Uh, we, we get together every now and then, and uh, we, we cut wood. But as you get older, <laughs> cutting wood, you, Ronnie, you take breaks. <laughs> well, we take a lot more breaks than what we used to, but... We take a break, we sit, and we discuss this one day, and, um, and hers, man, he's intelligent. I mean, super intelligent. I don't even know why I get to be around him, but he made this statement one day. He said, Brother Shakey, he said, I'm going to tell you. He said, uh, I've watched people. I've, I've looked at people on this earth, and I've been around many people. He said, uh, I believe this with all my heart. What, what causes people to be happy, not, not just in the Lord, but he says it's people that are content in life. They, they, they are very thankful for what they have, and they're, they're content. And, uh, and, 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 and the more I've studied it, looked in God's Word, the state of contentment. Church, it's a great place to be, great place to be. So I'm just going to share for about 10 minutes with you this morning, uh, Concerning the state of contentment, let me make this statement to begin with. True contentment, and you can argue with me all you want to, but I want you to argue with God because then you'll lose, okay? True contentment comes from godliness in the heart, not wealth in the hand. Now let that sink into you. True contentment comes from godliness in the heart, not wealth in the hand. 1 Timothy 6.6, 6, 
But godliness with contentment is great gain. Not material wealth is great gain, but godliness with contentment. You see, the foundation for everything is God. If you want to be content in life, it's not, and I'll say this, there's nothing wrong with having things. And Brother Mike, you correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, you know, things aren't sinful. Money. You know, the Bible does not say money is the root of all evil. We got to have money. We have to have money to live and eat and buy clothes and everything. But the Bible says the love of money is the root of all evil. And so godliness with contentment. Make sure God's first. You want to be miserable? I'll give you a great equation. Put God second or third or fourth in your life. Guaranteed misery. You watch people. They're, they're unhappy. You know why? Because God's not first in their life. Church is not important anymore. The Bible's not important anymore. They don't pray anymore. They don't see the greatness of God answering prayer and witnessing. They don't tell people about Christ anymore. And so God is the foundation for contentment. You must have God first. Let me say this. Contentment is a state of choice. We choose either to be content and thankful or to never be satisfied and complain daily. How many of you know someone that they think their calling in life is to complain about, I'm not saying they're here today, but you've met them. I've met met people like that. You get around them, instantly, they're going to complain about something. Brother Jeff, if anybody complains about those bologna sandwiches, Susan, she lost sleep last night. She's so excited about eating her first fried bologna sandwich this evening. But no, they complain. They just, they look for something to complain about. I read this story this past week, and I love it. I hope I tell it right. But uh, Rich, I think you'll enjoy this story. Anyway, this mom and her little son, they were outside one day, and a tornado came. and, and, And lo and behold, she tried holding on to her son, and she just could not. He, he got pulled right out of her arms, and she began crying out to the Lord. She said, Lord, she said, please bring my son back. Bring my son back to me. I'll do anything for you, Lord. I'll serve you the rest of my life. And lo and behold, she was sitting there on the ground, and here comes that little boy right in her lap, soft like a feather falling, and not a scratch on him. She looked at him. And she looked back to the Lord, and she said, Lord, when he left me, he had a hat on his head. And I thought, that's how we are. God's blessed us with so much, we don't, we don't look at the blessings. We look at what we don't have still. And, and, and the kids, the kids, I'm sorry, uh, the young lady sang a while ago, and God is so good, it's overwhelming. But we don't take time to, to count the many blessings that God has given us. We complain about what we don't have. Men, I'm going to preach to us for a moment. We think, we think our wives, we look at what they're not doing instead of what they are doing. And I'm, I'm telling you, and wives, sometimes it might be true for you, but look at what goodness God has given in each other. And, and by the way, I'll just say grass is not greener on the other side. Amen. You can look, oh, if I just had her, if I just had him. No, you be content with who God has given and work on that. Amen. I got, well, that's a good amount of amens. I don't know how many, that was men or women, but, but be content with what you 
do have, let me say this, um, in spiritual ways, God has blessed us more than we have ever deserved. Uh, I know we have problems. Don't, don't ever think that the pastor up here, and by the way, if you wonder where Brother Austin is, he got mad and quit the other day. Um, and and Tim, Tim and Kay said, well, y'all can quit, but we got him. No, uh, he's filling in for his uh, dad. Brother Dallas finally got to take a vacation. And I said, go. I said, preach for him. And, uh, and so I'm, I'm sure he's having a good time this morning. But, but God's been good to us spiritually. Our salvation. I don't know how long you've been saved, but don't take it for granted. Don't take it for granted that Jesus Christ died for you. Don't take it for granted that God has given us a precious Bible to enjoy. I'll just tell you what. I feel sorry for people that don't ever take time, first of all, to read the Bible. Enjoy the Bible. God has given us a love letter telling us His goodness, telling us of all of His promises. God's given us, and I know there's not a perfect church. We're, we're sinners saved by grace. I'm Mike, you and Carmen, you may have a perfect church. We, we do not. Our people are not perfect. But we have a good church. There's many great churches. We have many great pastors around, and, and, and we can love one another. We can get along with each other if we look for the good in each other. And then, let me just ask this. How many of you have been blessed physically? In, in physical, and I, I know I, I'm speaking of health. I know some of us are getting older, and health is not what it used to be. But I'm going to tell you one thing. God's still been good. Amen. Um, you know what the Bible says about contentment? Having food and raiment. Let us therewith be content. Food, food and clothing. How many of you have food and clothing today? See, God didn't say anything else. He said, if you have food and clothing, be content. How much more do we have? Look at Brother Lloyd. Look at this shirt. This man's wearing today. Woo! I'm going to tell you. Talking about fitting in for Bible school. But God has been good. Go home and look what you have in your houses. Look at your our vehicles. I, 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 I'm so old, I can't comprehend our vehicles today. What, what they do, it's just, it's amazing. And God says, but having food and raiment, be content. Look at what God has blessed us with. Look for the good in that and praise the Lord. In um, our uh, contentment, I'm going to say this. If our contentment today is in the person of God and in the goodness of God, we, we've done well. If your contentment is in what you own, you'll never be content. Uh, I, I, I'll just say this. A person who depends on material things for peace and joy and happiness will never be satisfied because of this. And you older folks, older than 65, you tell me if I'm wrong. Because material things have a way of losing their appeal. Am I not right? We, we, talk, we talk, Jay's back there. I didn't know if uh, I was going to spot you. Jay, we talked the uh, uh, day before yesterday. And, uh, and Jay's not quite as old as I am, but he said, you know, Brother Shake, he said, things. He said, things don't matter anymore. I said, no. I said, I'm starting to get rid of all my things. I said, that's how much they matter. You get to a, po a point in your life, and you just start getting rid. But for the first half, remember when I preached my message on stuff? 
First half of your life, you collect stuff, collect stuff. Got to have this, got to have that. You put it somewhere, you don't even know where it's at. You reach the age of 50 years old and say, oh, my, look at all this stuff. I, got, I started hauling mine to the dumpsters one day. I got so sick of my stuff, I'm still, I still have too much stuff. And so you spend half your life collecting, collecting. I got to have it, I got to have it, I got to have it. And it never brings contentment. You know why? Because only the person of God and the goodness of God can bring contentment. Godliness with contentment is great gain. And so is our contentment, is it based on God or is it still in your life? And young people, let me just tell you from experience, things cannot bring you joy the way Jesus can bring joy. I'm just telling you, you can mark it down. It's, it's guaranteed. If you don't believe me, ask Solomon. You don't have to turn there for the sake of time. Solomon, he, uh, in the book of Ecclesiastes, he said, he said, if my eyes desired it, I got it. Now, Brother Mike, I would think for one day I'd like to live like that. I'd just like to go buy Sheila Chevrolet, Ford, whatever, Duncan. And um, if I desired that, Oh, just have it for one day. Just, I think that'd be neat. Well, I think this, uh, Rachel's dad and I talked another day. I, I think it'd be great to have, uh, uh, you know, $500 billion or whatever money. He heard said, what? Shake, what would you? I said, I'll tell you what I'd do. I'd like to have one year to give it away. I think it'd be great. Mike, I think it'd be great going to whatever place of business, a restaurant, and say, so, hey, I want to buy for everybody today. Uh, you, you find a, a couple that may be in need, like Nancy. Uh, you know, i just like to have a million dollars. Hey, don't worry about life. Here it is. But I don't want it for myself. That's not going to bring happiness. You that say, no, I want more money. You know, the person that chases the next dollar is not the happiest person on earth because they want the next dollar. The, the, the rich man over in Luke chapter 12, you know, he, he was... God blessed him. He, 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 his crops were good that year. Everything was good. He said, man, I don't have room for all this. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to tear down my boards and build bigger. You know where he made a mistake? Well, first of all, spiritually, he should have uh, had his faith in God. Physically, he should have taken all that extra blessing and given it away. He should have taken all of those crops he should have gone throughout the neighborhood. He should have gone throughout all the land, found needy people, said, hey, let me give this to you. You see, church, you and I, we're missing out in life if we don't learn to give. Man, you want to be the happiest person on this? Learn to give it. Give it, give it, give it. And uh, those are the happiest people. I was picking on my father-in-law and mother-in-law, but I will tell you this. I've lived... Around them, I've lived, I've lived with them for five years. Kim and I lived in their basement, and they just didn't want me to move. They, I, we talked about building a house, and Bonnie begged me, oh, please don't leave me. I'm lying right now. But I've watched them. I've, I've observed their life. I've seen how happy they have been for all these years. You know why they're happy? Because they've given it all away. Sherry, am I not right? Everything they've ever worked for, money, whatever, cars, they've given, they've given. And I'm not downing anybody, but if, 
If all you want to do is collect and keep for yourself, you're not going to be happy as that couple. Because, see, they have learned to lay up treasures in heaven. And uh, we, don't, we don't need to lay up treasures here on this earth. Things here are going to pass away. And so you can check out people who are full of joy. And most of the time, uh, those are the ones that are thankful, learn to be content. And, uh, and Paul made the statement. He said, for I have learned. We have to learn this. We have to choose contentment. I read this story, and I, I, I've got to shorten it because I'm out of town, uh, out of time, and I appreciate your, your uh, patience, amen? But uh, some of you have heard this story about the uh, Mexican fisherman. One day, he uh, came in to the shore with his little boat, and uh, he had three or four good-sized fish, and an American businessman, rich businessman, he was on a trip to... <laughs> hopefully relieve some stress in his life. And this fisherman came carrying three or four good-sized fish, and he said, you've done very, very well today. Uh, what, what are you going to do with those fish? He said, well, I'm going to take them home, and I'm going to clean them, and I'm going to have some for my family, and then each day I share some with the, our friends who live in our little village. And the guy said, then what? He said, well, then I will take time to play with my children. I will go to town and play some music with my friends, and usually in the afternoon I'll come back home. My wife and I, we will take a siesta. Uh, and, and, and he said, we, we just, uh, that's what we do. He said, then what? He said, well, I, then I'll go to sleep. I'll wake up the next morning. I'll go out and catch three or four more fish. I'll do the same thing. Then what? He said, that's what I do. That's what I enjoy life. And the man, the businessman, he said, well, why don't you go out, fish longer, catch more fish, and sell those fish, make money, so you can go and buy an extra boat, you can hire an extra person, catch more fish, and, and uh, keep on doing this until you become rich one day, and you can sell all of that that you have accumulated and then you can come back and live in a small village like this and fish each morning, spend time with your children and spend time with your wife, spend time with your friends. And the little Mexican fellow said, I already do that. So what he did is have enough sense to realize, I don't need all that stuff. I don't need to do all that when I have what I have, what I need right now. So what I'm saying to each of us, don't waste your life accumulating stuff. Enjoy what God has given you. Be content with what God has given you now. Enjoy your own family. Men, enjoy your own wife. Wives, enjoy your own husband. Enjoy your children. Enjoy the blessings that God has given each day. Each day. Enjoy that part. I don't know what your life consists of, but... The next bigger house is not going to bring more happiness. That next car, oh, my neighbor's got this car, honey. We, we got to keep up. You, I guarantee you this. Trying to keep up with the Joneses, it's not going to bring you happiness. The next vehicle, the next set of clothes, the next gun, the next whatever. What you have, be content and be thankful 
for what God has given. Most of all, church, enjoy God. First of all, every day, enjoy God. Put God first. You and I, we cannot go wrong if God is first. He's promised. You put me first, I'll take care of everything else in your life. Father, I thank you so much. Lord, your 